Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Dr. Stephen Green here, and I want to welcome you. Welcome, welcome to what is basically podcast one the first official Make the Grade podcast. And thank you for listening. My intent is to provide you with value, provide you with takeaways, things that you can put into action right away. And uh, today I'm going to start a, what will be the first of a series of three podcasts, which are going to essentially address the three primary services that Make the Grade works with and what we do with families. So today, today's podcast will address academics. Podcast number two will address SAT and ACT test prep. And number three will address maximum education, which is the title of a book that I've authored and published, which will talk about how to study, how to manage time, how to manage information, how to be a better student. So today we're going to get into the first one. And this is academics. When I define academics, what I am suggesting is any level of math or any area of science. These are my two areas of specialization and expertise. As I mentioned in podcast zero, my intro one, I have a teaching certification, state issued, uh, education degree, educational doctorate, 23 years experience. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn except to say I do have a lot of experience. I've worked with over 11,000 children and everything has a plan. And I'm also a parent. So as a parent listening to this or somebody who has a child listening to this, I want you to understand, I look at this from an educational standpoint, as an educator, as a tutor, as an academic, but I also look at it as a parent. And parents have lots of concerns, of course, and I wanna try to address some of them today. So let's, let's get right into it. Um, number one, when I talk about math, I'm starting essentially with about a fifth grader, pre-algebra, sometimes it's called general math, going into algebra, algebra two, geometry, pre-calculus, math analysis, calculus, that's about the range. Now in terms of an age, that'll typically take a child from about 10 years old, nine years old, up through college. It's a very broad range. Uh, some people, math comes very, very easily. Some people, it doesn't. It's very challenging. So that's one thing I address. In terms of science, it is typically the sciences that have a lot of math in them, chemistry, physics, and also biology. So let's, let, me, let me start with this and just say, why would somebody seek out tutoring for an academic subject? And what would their expectation be? So it's not always about grades. The most obvious answer to that is that their child is, or the person is struggling and maybe even failing a class or not doing well on tests or not handing in homework or, or just not understanding. And that, of course, does happen. Sometimes, though, people just get behind for a little bit or they get overloaded and they just, they just don't know how to come back from that or cope with that. So there are many reasons why people originally come to the table. The most common one is a concern over grades, but there's a long list of other ones. Timing, 
Sometimes they just, their overall course load, some people have lots of classes that are challenging and something has to give in one of them. And unfortunately, it's the math and the science where that happens. Sometimes it's just a lack of, of, of liking a subject. Sometimes it's the teacher and the student just aren't seeing eye to eye. In any case, the first step, the first thing I would always do with any child is do some sort of assessment. We need to figure out where are we right now in the process? What is going well? What is not going well? Where are the gaps? Where do we need to do to address these? Number two, we look at the timing. What is imminent? What's critical? Is there a test in two days? Is there a test next week? Is there a final coming up? Is there a midterm coming up? Is there a paper due? These sorts of things. So based on the assessment, based on the analysis, set up a plan. The plan might be to meet once a week, twice a week, whatever it happens to be, but it's timing is one part of the plan. The other part of the plan is what are our goals? Setting goals. What would we consider success? Is success getting 100 on the next quiz? Is success understanding the topic? Is success being able to link the previous idea to the present idea to the future idea? Is success having to go back and remediate some of the topics that were done a month ago, six weeks ago, whatever, and to, in order to really understand what's happening in the present moment. So we have the assessment, we set up the plan. Based on the plan, we now go into an execution phase, which essentially is the tutoring. From a, from a philosophical standpoint, I believe in teaching to objectives. This is essentially what most classroom teachers are trained to do, which is exactly what I did when I was a classroom teacher. So the idea is simply we would have a goal or goals or objectives that we were trying to work through in each tutoring lesson. So the objectives may be we need to complete this homework assignment. We need to review the concepts that are tested and supported in the assignment. And then we need to take a look at the next lesson or the next section in the book and try to give a head start to that. This is a, a common Somewhat simple, but, but basically exactly how it happens. From a little bit of a different perspective, some people come into these sort of situations because they're trying to get ahead. For example, I have students now, it happens to be the summer when this is being recorded, uh, I have students now who had taken a lower level of math last year are trying to track up to a higher level. Maybe they're trying to go from an academic track to honors or honors to AP. Or in one case, I'm going to do a little case study analysis shortly, uh, a student who's essentially trying to skip a year of math and is trying to do geometry on his own over the summer. So as I said before, one of the main, probably the main reason people seek help is because they aren't performing well during a class. But other reasons include getting ahead in a topic, leveling up in a topic, reviewing a subject that you had. Maybe you had Algebra 1 this past year or you had a science and you know the next level of it, Algebra 2 or Chemistry 2 or Physics 2, whatever, is coming up and you want to solidify, you want to solidify all of that. So these are, these are other reasons that things like this happen. But ultimately, this is all about trying to work towards goals and work towards results. And, and that's really, I think, where the most important stuff happens. It's hard to work to a goal if you don't know what the goal is. That's why the process, having an assessment, creating a plan, the plan works towards goals, executing to achieve the goals, reevaluating 
and then doing it again. So one of the things you can do as an analysis, because one of the things I'm, I'm trying to really get with in this podcast is to give people actionable things that they can do, is, is do an assessment. If you or your child is struggling, try to figure out why. Where is the breakdown? Is there a certain type of problem they can't do? A certain concept they're not understanding? Is, is everything good up to that point or was it spotty up to that point? Based on that, the clearer your questions are and the clearer that a description of the challenges can be made, the easier it is to find solutions to them and the easier it is to bring that person up to speed and get them back on course and having success. So let me do, or let me talk about a couple case studies here that I, I think hopefully you'll find interesting. Uh, since I already brought it up a little bit, let me, let me talk about a child I'm working with now uh, who took algebra this past school year, um, but transferred into a, this was his first year in a new school. So because of that, he was tracked based on how he was in the school he was in prior to that. And he essentially was a level down from most of his peers. So his goal is now to get even with them. So to do that, he essentially has to take geometry, essentially a whole year math class over the summer on his own. So we are addressing that. We, this is a pretty long course. I mean, it's going to take 50 to 60 hours to complete, but it's set up just like a regular class. The advantage that, that we have in the one-on-one -on -one tutoring environment is that we can work a lot more quickly than typically a classroom that has 25 or 30 children in it and get right through to it. So we're structuring this just like a class. We have lessons, we have lesson plans, we have quizzes, we have uh, assessments at various points in time, but the goal was to work up. So now in the fall, he will enter Algebra 2 with everybody in his normal age group. Um, second case study, I have a student I'm working with now who unfortunately became injured over uh, in January and was out of school basically from January till June. Missed almost the entire second half of the school year uh, as, as, as Norm McCarty was home bound, had some teachers and things sending work home, but essentially now we have to make up the second half of the year. Now this is an algebra class. Uh, so the lesson plans are very clear, but we're addressing this very differently because his baseline, his baseline abilities need to be reinforced. And it was almost as if he hadn't had math in six or seven months by the time we got started. But the process was the same. We figured out where he was. Okay, from the first half of the year, what do you really understand at this point? What's our goal? Our goal is to complete and have mastery of this entire subject by the end. And we set up a plan over eight weeks. We're going to do this week one, this week two, this week three, this week four, and so on and so on. And actually right now we are exactly four weeks into it and, it, and it, it's going well. So this is another potential reason that people will uh, engage in academic support. Third one is, is the most common. I had a student who just was really struggling. In fact, she had failed the entire second marking period and the midterm. And when we started working together, really had very little understanding of, of biology. This was a science case study. Just didn't get the ideas, uh, wasn't, wasn't up on the vocabulary. There's, there is a lot of memorization. You just can't get around that in a class like this. And just was basically giving up, unfortunately. What we did was 
we said, okay, let's just completely focus on the next unit. Let's, we're going to need to go back and do it. But for right now, let's not worry about what came before or what's going to come after. Let's just focus on what's happening right now. And again, this is, I think, very good and, and, and very appropriate advice for a parent who's trying to oversee a student that's struggling a little bit is what's due tomorrow? What's due the next day? What's due at the end of the week? So we focused on the unit, which, which in this case happened to be cells, mitosis, cell division. And I showed her a lot of different ways to take notes, a lot of different ways to process information, a lot of ways to think out of the box. So one of them, which I'll share with you is this, just because a student is taught information one way, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be quizzed or tested on it, tested on it the same way. So specific example, they were learning about cells and all the different organelles of the cells and the parts of the cell, like the nucleus and the mitochondria and the ribosome and things like this. And if biology isn't your interest, it, it just go with the example. <laughs> Anyhow, um, one of the ways they could have been tested was just a rote recall. Okay, what, here's mitochondria, what does it do? Which, by the way, is it makes energy for the cell. Here's the nucleus, what does it do? It directs the activity of the cell. It's like the brain of the cell and so on and so on. That would be, for back of a letter, lack of a better term, level one kind of information, just recall. A second level, a little more complicated, might be, well, how do these organelles work together to accomplish the myriad of tasks a cell has to do? What, is, what information does the nucleus have to send to other parts of the cell, like the ribosome or whatever, uh, to get it to do its job? And then the third piece, which would be even bigger, would be to tell the whole story in more of like an essay. So instead of just looking at the information one-dimensionally, which is what this student was doing and what almost everybody I work with does to start, we started looking at it in the second and third dimension of, okay, how does it work together? What's it going to hand off to? How would, this, how would this interface with what's else there, what's coming before it, what's coming after it? And, 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 and again, I think this is a really nice actionable task that you could do or you could try at home. So I'm going to keep this, I, I hope, on point and, and, and kind of short. So let me, let me wrap up here. Uh, in summary, today's discussion was about academics and how I feel the, the best way or ways to approach an academic tutoring situation are. In my case, I deliver tutoring one-on-one -on -one with children. I have office. I meet them out. I also do a lot of it online through online-based technology. But the process is always the same. If you have any feedback, you can email me to sgreen at makethegrade.net. You could also check out social media, Facebook, Instagram, search for Make the Grade. Uh, this is the Make the Grade podcast. I, maybe you're seeing a very general theme here, uh, but that's the idea. So this is about helping you to reach your goals, academically for sure, outside the classroom as well. I appreciate listening. If you have any questions or comments, please give me that feedback. Greatly appreciate it as well. And have a great day. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.